Good morning. You're welcome to Sunday School this morning. The Lord bless you. The Lord make His countenance to shine upon you. Today we are looking at Lesson 43 of our Teen Zeal, and the topic is Forgiveness. Forgiveness? Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you. Thank you for your loving kindness. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Jehovah be magnified in Jesus' name. Lord, as we go into your word, Holy Spirit of God, minister our life unto us. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Let's have a quick recap of our lesson 42. The topic was fellowship with other brethren. And we read the book of Acts chapter 2, verse 41 to 42, where we saw that those who believed, you know, stayed back to learn from the apostles and they shared everything together, and the church of God was increased. A memory verse was taken from Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. We say, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exalting one another, and so much the more, as you see the days approaching. At the end of the study, we should know the reasons why we should be fellowshipping with other believers, and... Christian fellowship is essential to spiritual goods. We said that fellowship is friendly association, especially with people who share one's interest. Why is fellowship important for, as believers? Why is it important for us to fellowship with others? For discipleships, it helps believers to encourage one another. It encourages good works. And what are the ingredients for a good fellowship? Those who fellowship together must share the same belief. They must share the same faith, the same needs, convictions, purpose, and hope. So when we share all this, it makes it easy for us to flow one with another. So if you are a part of a fellowship where those are not common, then you are in the wrong place. What are the dangers of isolating oneself from other believers? It is a sign of selfishness and a kick against wisdom. It becomes easy to fall or stay in that falling state. When you are separated from other believers, it makes it easy for the devil to attack the person standing alone. And getting comfort becomes difficult. Isolation deprives one of good support system. Isolation opens one up for spiritual attack. Sin, depression, selfishness, anger, and a person standing alone is a potential prey to the devil. So it is not good for a believer to isolate himself from the gathering of the brethren, far from counsel and comfort. Come back home, be involved, grow together. Do not isolate yourself. God is pleased when he sees his children gather. There is nothing but goodness when believers gather. The grace to utilize the fellowship of the brethren be given to you by the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. <coughs> so to our topic for today, lesson for the three, forgiveness, we read Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 to 35. In Matthew chapter, it's a long read, so I won't be reading it. I just hope that you will find time to read it. In this scripture, we saw that you know, Peter asked our Lord Jesus Christ, that how many times should I forgive those who offend me in a day. And he was so quick to say, Oh, 
seven times, you know, like asking a question. And but Jesus Christ said, No, that he should forgive seventy times seven. So even if we look at it like seventy times seven, that's for ninety times in a day. Or you say, No, it's not possible. Let's look at it this way. Seventy times in a day times seven days of the week. That is four ninety days. Four ninety times in a day. In a week. Praise God. So there's no how that somebody is going to offend you as that much. So what Jesus is saying is that there's no point keeping offenses. Just let it go. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter, I remember verse is taken from, and from that scripture, we also saw this parable that Jesus Christ gave of the king and uh, the people, the servants who borrowed money from him, 10,000 talents. When the king said, okay, pay my money, the servant pleaded and said, Lord, I don't have this money, and the king forgave him. This same servant went out and saw somebody owing him hundred denarii and he beat up the person tortured him and kept him in prison when the king heard about this incident he revisited he revisited you know his debt and he was punished and also kept in prison until he's able to pay so which means that when we when we don't forgive others it will make god to revisit our own iniquity and we must not allow that bearing in mind that our sins are enormous and god forgive us so and there's no sin that others can do to us that can commit against us that can be as grievous as the one we commit against god hallelujah ephesians chapter 4 verse 32 says and be ye kind one to another tender-hearted Forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake had forgiven you. That's a memory for us. You should be kind one to another. You should be tender at it. You should be forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake, because of Christ has forgiven us. So, which means you also must forgive others for Christ's sake. At the end of the study, we should know what God is saying about forgiveness. And our central truth is that godly relationships glorify God and demonstrate the reality of the gospel in our lives. Amen. So, going to our introduction, forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance towards a person or a group who has harmed you regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. A good example is God deciding to blot out our transgressions knowing fully well that we do not deserve His forgiveness. So when we forgive, to forgive is to consciously, deliberately decide to release feelings of resentment, to allow the feelings of resentment, the feelings of hurt, the feelings of vengeance you know towards a person towards a thing or a group who has harmed you regardless of if they actually deserve your forgiveness and when jesus christ blotted out our transgressions god blotted out our transgressions because of the blood of jesus that was shed on the cross of calvary this same in this same vein we must also forgive others because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
How do you forgive? Move into our study guide. I said that God loves whoever offended you regardless. Some Christians always assume that God is whoever they hate. This is untrue. God is love. God is love and He loves everybody. So you must accept when people offend you. Don't see them like ah, because you have offended you, God is them. No. Accept the fact that God loves those people even when they offend you. Then communication. You must communicate. Make sure you do not hold grudges. One major cause of offense is lack of communication. You know, when somebody offends you, if you are so angry, you know, you can give it some time and you communicate to that person. You did this and I don't like it. This is how it made me feel. So communication is key. Then do not keep records of wrongdoing. Don't keep records of wrongdoing. Don't keep diaries and be writing this person offended me this day today 17th day of uh, january 1980 i will not forget this person i will not forgive no don't keep record of wrongdoing because if you keep record of wrongdoing the more you see it the more the hunger is fraud pray and also pray can be hard to let go and forgive especially in situations where the wrong against you was life altering. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. As long as you do not forgive, whoever offended you has power over you. Let go and let God have his way. You know, you have to pray. Sometimes those offenses committed against you are grievous. Imagine somebody who has been raped. You know, it is a sin of invasion. You know, it's not just the body being invaded, invaded, the mind is so being invaded, you know, but you need to pray so that God will help you. Because the honest truth is that as long as you don't forgive the person who has offended you, that person will continue to have power over you. So let's go and let God have his way. Amen. What are the benefits of forgiveness? You'll be forgiven. When you forgive, you'll be forgiven. Remember our lost prayers? Forgive us our trespasses as thou, as we are forgiven those who trespass against us. Remove, it removes pains and grudges from your heart because you have let everything go. It helps us to have better relationship with God, becoming more like God. Then the power others have over us is destroyed and we are able to take hold of ourselves. It gives us healthier relationships. Then when we forgive, it improves our mental health. We have less anxiety, less stress, less hostility. Then our self-esteem is improved when we forgive. What are the practical steps to forgiving someone? Don't deny the feelings of anger. You are angry, yes. What person said to you or to you are hurt. Don't acknowledge it and make up your mind to do something about it. Acknowledge that feeling. Don't live in denial. Because when you acknowledge it, then you decide what to do with that feeling. Okay, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. What do I do? I'll talk to her about it. I'll talk to him about it. So that you're you will be able to forgive. Ask God for grace to forgive from your heart. You know, we need God to help us to be able to forgive. Tell yourself good reasons you need to forgive and move on with life. Tell yourself good reasons. When you forgive, you know, it takes extra effort to stay mad at people, to be angry. 
you have to constantly remind yourself that this person offended me so i have to be angry tell yourself you don't want to live your life you know be petty then try not to think and talk about it too much seek counsel if you need to you don't think about what has happened or talk about it because thinking about it too much talking about it that constant reminder the frail anger the frail the earth so if it's becoming difficult please seek counsel talk to somebody about how you feel talk it over with the person that offended you tell him or her you have forgiven him you know when you confess it he seals it and puts the devil to shame so don't deny the feeling has got to help you tell yourself good reasons you need to forgive others try not to think or talk too much about what that happened seek counsel if need be then talk it over with the person hallelujah in our invitation and application as someone deeply hurt you or offended you decide today to forgive such person and let the love of god be spread in your heart do not give the devil any leeway do not give the devil any power over your life amen in conclusion unforgiveness can lead to ill health such as depression stress it can make room for illness such as cancer to grow in one's body so don't allow unforgiveness in your heart don't allow unforgiveness in any way and in any form i pray that the lord will help us in jesus name we have our activity and prayer point so looking at our activity and prayer points we have discussed you know when we're introducing the they're talking about the text so forgiveness comes from a place of compassion you know the bible says that the king had compassion on the servant that was going and i pray that the lord will help us in jesus name we also have some questions here please let's go through it to know how much we have learned from the teaching let us pray we're going to say father give me the art of forgiveness in jesus name father give us the art of forgiveness in the name of jesus help us to forgive those who sin against us who offend us in the name of jesus even when they have not said sorry in the mighty name of jesus glorify yourself in our lives in jesus name thank you father for in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen